Welcome back to the OU Women's Initiative, Torah Imecha Nach Yomi, Day of Learning. My name is Mrs. Micha Haaretz, and today we will be studying Chapter 5, Kapitol He of Tehillim. The introduction by the Steinzels Ktuvim. This is a psalm of prayer directed against those wicked individuals who are unworthy of God's kindness. The psalmist prays for his own righteousness to become apparent and for him to be granted salvation as well as those found worthy. So on behalf of all of us, King David is praying not only for his own righteousness to become apparent and for him to be granted salvation, but also all of those who are found worthy when evil is defeated and the evil of the world and those wicked individuals are uncovered. How does the psalm begin? Parakei Pasuk Aleph, Laminat Seach. For the conductor, Al Hanechilot Mizmar the David. For the Nechilot, a psalm to David. What are the Nechilot or the Nechilos? So the Steinzot Ktuvim tells us, although we do not know the exact meaning of Nechilot, it is reasonable to assume it was a musical instrument used to accompany this psalm. What song did this make? What noise did this musical instrument make? Some commentators say it made a buzzing sound, like that of a swarm, a Nechil of bees. I found this to be very interesting. I'm not sure what kind of musical instrument makes a buzzing sound like a swarm of bees, but that is one interpretation of what Nechilot is. Others believe it refers to an ancient melody known as El HaNechilot, an ancient melody, to which the words of this psalm were sung. So it is some sort of musical instrument or an ancient melody accompanying this psalm. Like the preceding psalm, this takes the form of a prayer. It is a song of prayer. It is a nigun of prayer, though it does not specify the psalmist's troubles, so it doesn't specify exactly what his troubles are, but whatever the troubles are, he prays to God. Instead, the psalmist presents the various ways in which people go astray, reiterating for himself and for others the importance of desiring closeness with God and choosing the right path. I was thinking to myself, so we have here two interpretations of what is nechilot, either, either it is some sort of song, musical instrument that sounds like a swarm of buzzing bees, or... It is an ancient melody that accompanied this psalm, but I was thinking to myself with my focus on Shorashim, as I mentioned previously, Nachal is a stream or a brook. So the imagery of um, bubbling water. What is water? Water has so much imagery and a significance in Yahadut specifically. The Gemara tells us in Avodazar, hey, Amar Bet, Avodazar, Faibi, Ein Mayim Ela Torah. We know that water represents Torah. Water represents life. Just like we physically cannot live without water, it is absolutely impossible for life to exist on this world without water, so too it is absolutely impossible for the Jewish neshama and for Am Yisrael to exist without Torah, without tefillah. To the conductor, a song by a stream of water, a psalm to David. The imagery of being next to a brook, so many of us have hiked the beauty, the breadth, and the depth. Maybe we've gone to Nachal, Rigot, Nachal. We've hiked Eretz Yisrael, we've been by the water, you've been in the nature, you see the Yad Hashem revealed so clearly to us. You feel so connected, so close to God. Water has both the imagery of physically sustaining us, not imagery, it does physically sustain us, and the spiritual imagery of being the life-giving waters of Torah. Perhaps that is another interpretation into what is Nechilot. Okay, Pasuk Bes, 
Pasuk Bet, Amarai Ha'azina Hashem. What does King David say? Hashem, I said, listen, Hashem. Bina, Hagigi, consider my meditation. Pay attention to my meditation. Hakshiva lokal shavi, malkiv elokai. Please listen when I call out to you. Sha'ava, in hysterical outcry, my God, my King, ki elach et palal. Ein lanu amili hushayin, ela alavinu shabashamayim. We have no one to rely except our Father in heaven. King David knows there is no one to pray to, there is no one to turn to except Hashem. And then he here in the next pasuk, pasuk dalet, Hashem bo. Hashem, in the morning, you will hear my voice. Boker, in the morning, I will arrange to you, and I will long, I will wait. See, pizza, I will wait your salvation. I thought it was very interesting here that these two psukim refer to the morning. What does King David say? What's the first thing that happens in the morning? Hashem, Boker, Tishma, Koli, you hear my voice. To me, this is a uh, allusion here, a reference, if you will, a remise to the Modani. What is the first thing Hashem should hear in the morning? Our voices. And what do those voices say in the morning? The first feeling in your sitter. Modani, I admit before you, I am thankful before you. Malachai Vikayim, the living and everlasting king. They have returned my soul to me with compassion. How great is your faithfulness in me. And King David says that, yes, I daven for you, and I have my Sha'ava, my hysterical outcry. You are Malkiv Elokai, you are my king and my God. And know, God, that the first thing you will hear in the morning is my voice. Hashem Boker Tishma Koli. Boker does not only mean morning, Boker from the word Bikur means an investigation. Every morning we must investigate our ways. Every morning we must investigate our path of that day. We have to investigate what kind of person we will be that day. We have to chart our course for the day. Hashem Boker Tishma Koli. I renew myself to being committed to you, God. Every morning when you hear my voice reciting the Moda'ani, Boker in the morning, I will arrange my prayers to you. I will wait for you. The Gemara tells us in Masech HaShabbos, Lamed Aleph Aleph, one of the six questions will be asked in the Olam HaMS is Tzipi Salih. Yeshua, did you long for the salvation? I wait for your salvation, God. I long for you. I wait with hope and great faith for you to save me. Continues King David, Pasuk, hey, there we go. You are not a God who desires wickedness. No evil dwells with you. I'm going to paraphrase Pasuk Vav in English just because we don't have time to say every single Pasuk in Hebrew. This is a longer capital than the previous four kapitlach, okay? So here we go, Pasuk Vav. The foolish, those who lack impulsively, will not stand before your eyes. Why? You do not want them before you. You hate all evildoers. Pasuk Zayin, you destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors a man of bloodshed and deceit. And then, interestingly to me, why interesting? Because there's two references to the boker, to the tefillah of the morning, like we explained in Pasuk Dalad. And then we come to Pasuk Ches. If Pasuk Dalad, to me, seems to be an allusion to the morning prayer of Moda'ani, Hashem boker tishma koli, in the morning you hear my voice, boker a'arach lecha, in the morning I arrange my prayer to you, I wait for your Yeshua that day, it's a reference, you know, it's interesting because we spoke about the previous day, we spoke about contemplating upon your bed. Thinking in quiet solitude before you go to sleep. And here we speak about the opposite time of day, the morning. We must contemplate God in the evening and we must pray to him in the morning. And then we come to Pasuk Ches, verse 8. 
And this pasuk should be familiar to all of us, because how do we begin when we enter the synagogue? Matovu By the way, from Bilam's prophecy, like we spoke about yesterday, a different pasuk, and then it's a second pasuk of the matovu. What does it mean? But as for me, with your abundant kindness, brav chastacha avovesecha, I will come to your house, Hashem. Ashtachava, I will prostrate el heichal kachacha. I will prostrate where in your holy temple. Biurasecha in reverence with great fear of you. It doesn't mean like to be afraid. Reverence, awe, respect. Steinzels ktuvim. The psalmist knows fully that he is not perfect. What matters, quote, is that he's trying to choose the right path. And therefore, we ask for Hashem's rav chesed. Hashem, like we spoke yesterday about chinun. Even if I am not worthy, grant me abundant kindness, Hashem. Says the Steinzeltz Ktuvim commentary, what matters is that the psalmist is trying to choose the right path. That's what Hashem wants from us. We are not malachim. We are not perfect beings. We are human beings. We're fallible. We're weak. We have a Yetzir Tav and a Yetzir Hara. The Chavetz Chaim used to say, quote, just because a person is unable to be perfect, does not mean he should not strive to be good. Just because a person is unable to be perfect does not mean he should strive, he should not strive to be good. We have to strive to be as good as we can, as shalim as we can, knowing that yes, we have weaknesses, knowing we will fail sometimes, knowing we will stumble and trip over the HR over sin. And so we ask Hashem early in the morning, you have so much chasad, you created the world for chasad. Please allow me, Avovesecha, in your abundant kindness, allow me to come into your home, Hashem. Ashtachava, what will I do there? I will worship, I will bow down, I will prostrate before you to your holy temple in fear. It doesn't mean fear, it means awe, reverence. Hashem, necheni bitzid kasecha, lead me, God, in your righteousness, laman shavarai, against my enemies. Hayashar lefanai darkecha, your path is straight. For we know Sefer Bereshis is one of its appellations is Sefer HaYashar. Because the Avot, the forefathers, were Yasharim, they were straight. If Shamsher Falhersh used to say, a person needs to be an Adam Yashar and an Adam Kasher. You need to be Yashar with fellow man and you need to be Kasher with God. HaYashar Lifanai Darkecha, your path is straight before me. Let us recognize the straight path. Let us recognize what it means to be an Adam Kasher and an Adam Yashar. Pasuk Yud, there is no truth. And what they say, the path of the enemies is marked by deceit. Their inner being is misfortune. King David says, because there is in their mouth nothing correct, nothing straight. There is no truth in what they say. Kirbam. I'm sorry, wait a second, where am I up to? Please forgive me. Kirbam. Their inner being, their care of their inner essence of themselves is only misfortune. There is nothing truthful in what they say. There's nothing straight. In contrast to that, the servant of Hashem is Yashar. But then the enemies of Hashem are the opposite of Yashar. There is nothing Nechona. There is nothing straight in what they say. Listen to this. There is no truth in what they say. Their inner being is misfortune. Furthermore, an open grave is their throat. Kever pasuch geronam. An open grave is their throat. Lishonam yachalikun. They deceive with their tongues. Lishonam yachalikun. From the word machlokas. They divide with their tongues. So what is the tool? What is the craft of the wicked? They are the false words. Their tongue of deceit. The grave of their throat. 
Here we have a reference to an allusion, not even an illusion, a reference to the tremendous power of speech. Mishlei tells us in Sefer Mishlei, Perek Yod Ches Pasuch of Aleph, Mavis V'chayim Biyad Lashon. Death and life are in the hands of the tongue. And those who love the ways of God, those who love proper speech, will reap the benefits, will eat its fruit. And a person has a choice with everything they say. Mavas, death, v'chayim, life, biyad lashon. Every time we speak, we have a choice. We can speak with sincerity, with emestik, with yashar, with truth, with sincerity, with Torah, with chesed, with kindness, with compliments. Or we can bring and speak words that bring a person to the grave. Not only ourselves, but those we speak about and those who we speak deceivingly to. Kever pasuach geronam. Their throat is an open grave. Lishonam yachalikun. With their tongues they cause deceit. Yachalikun is from the word machloka. Lechalik. With their tongues they cause great divide. Continues King David, verse 11, condemn them, God. Let them fall by their own devices. Cast them out from their, for their many transgressions, for they have rebelled against you, says King David. Pasuk Yerbet, but let all who put their trust in you rejoice. What is, how do we have Simcha? Everyone who trusts in God will have true Simcha. Let them sing for joy forever, and you will shelter them. Sing forever. And that means you will shelter them. But I was thinking to myself, going back to Sharashim, Taseich or Saseich is like the root of Sukkah. Vav, Tav, Samech, Chaf. Samech, Chaf is the root of Sukkah, which is a shelter or shade. The Zohar tells us, the Zohar calls the Sukkah that we sit in during Sukkah. The shelter, the tzila de Menusa, the shelter of faith, the shade of Amuna. One who puts their faith in God sits in the shelter or shade of his protection. And therefore, King David says in one of the concluding psukim here, all who trust in you will rejoice. They will forever sing. You will shelter them. How? In the sukkah, in your shelter and your shade, when we have Amuna. Those who love your name will exalt in you the final Pasuk. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, Hashem. You surround him with favor, like a large shield. Thank you, everyone, for learning with me. We are learning today the Zechnish Masa, Sonia Finkelstein, Chanasara Bachayim Leib, Alal Shah, May the Nasham and Barrett Adaliyah. I wish you all a wonderful day and I look forward to continuing tomorrow. Kol Tov and thank you to all.